Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Hicks Sports Podcast. We're here getting it in once again, time and time again. Now, if I sound a little raspy this evening, it's because I am getting over uh, a sickness. <clears throat> Pardon me. It's a, um, like you know, there's a lot of pollen going around New Jersey. Some people get sneezes. Some people get itchy eyes. I get uh, sinus problems, and they suck. Um, aside from also having technical difficulties why I haven't recorded in the last couple of days. And I had to, to make a decision as to whether I was going to press on, keep doing what I'm doing, or wait until things clear up and I decided that I'm going to press forward. This is something I want to do with my life. And uh, I always say this, when, I'm, when somebody finds me, I want them to find a lot of recordings. And same thing with my writing. When they say, like, hey, are you a writer? What have you done? They're going to find a lot of work. So the only way to do that is to press forward. I'm going to press on with pride like we do in the Air Force, and let's get it going. <clears throat> so today's show is the NBA special. We're going to talk about the sunset on Chris Paul's career. Now, this is unfortunate because I'm a fan of Chris Paul. I think he's a, a grown man, a professional, like the way he plays the game. But uh, we got to be honest about some things. That's the way we do things on this show. Keep it real. So, um, how you lose game seven at home by 33 points? How? How do you do that? How, when if you lose, you go home, and not only did you lose there at a certain point, I believe they were down 46 points in this game in their own damn building. I, I want to know where your pride is at. I want to know who your coach is. And how you got to a game seven. And then when something like this happens, you don't have any answers. That's what I don't understand. I'm not an X's and O's guy or a play design type dude when it comes to basketball. But I do understand that if somebody is this much better than you, should you have even made it to a game seven? Does that make any sense? Am I the only one that has a problem with this? Like, if they were that much better than you, if they were 40 points better than you at any point, shouldn't this team, it should have been a five-game series at most. I don't understand this. To me, this is a failure. This is a failure in coaching. Yeah, it's a failure in production. It's a failure of being able to adjust uh, on so many different levels. This is a bad thing. But it's not like, I mean, most of the games on either side were blowouts. I don't really understand that either. How... <clears throat> In one game, you could be winning, you could win a game by 30, and the other one you could lose by 30 to the same team. I don't know what kind of adjustments y'all are making uh, between them games, but that's pretty ridiculous, I think. So, to give you a, a baseline as to how good the Suns were this season, let's say, let's start with this. Uh, the Suns won 64 games this season, they had the best record in basketball. Devin Booker had the ninth highest total points uh, of all players. Chris Paul led the league in assists with uh, 10.8 assists a game. The Suns led the NBA in scoring per game at 101.6 points per game. They were also pretty good defensively. They were ninth in points allowed in the entire league. And that, by the way, the Suns were up. 2-0 in this series. Chris Paul also has the uh, rather dubious honor of P- 
being the only person to be a part of five different playoff series where the team was up 2-0 and lost. Like, Chris Paul's known for a lot of things. He's known for being a really great regular season basketball player. But that's that's not good. That's not good if you're a point guard. For your team to be up 2-0 five times and for y'all to have lost five times. Yeah. So, so the uh, just in the last five games, in game five, the Suns beat the Mavs by 30. And then the Mavs beat the Suns by 27 in game six. And then the Mavs beat the Suns by 33 in game seven. That means in the last two games, the Mavs beat you by a total of 60 points. And by the way, they beat you a total of 60 points. They had almost all their starters pulled for the fourth quarter of that game seven. That is so sad to me that I don't know how, as a professional, you look yourself in the mirror. I am I am really serious about that. Like, to lose by that many points, to be down at any point in a game, in any game, any basketball game, by 40 points, for over 40 points, is ridiculous. <clears throat> So I was thinking about this. I'm like, let's say you were in the AFC Championship game and you were down 40 points in the AFC Championship game. We would be like, wow, that team is really getting smoked. And I want you to consider that in football, they score in sevens and threes. And in basketball, they score in twos and threes. And this team was down by 46 points at one point. They try to wrap your hand in the head about the whooping that you were were given. Like at that point, I have so many questions as to how you even got here. So let's go to game seven. So Luca gave you uh, 35, 10, and four, and Luca didn't play the fourth quarter. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Luca, Luca was hitting step back threes in those like one legged Dirk Nowitzki fall away jumpers and laughing at you. Somebody pissed that man off. Somebody was clowning him and laughing at him in one of those games, and he gave y'all the business. And I hope y'all have learned something about messing with a dude that can score. You mess with a dude that can score, he can absolutely go off on you and laugh about it. And that's exactly what happened to the Suns. So the halftime score of this game was 57 to 27. Luca had 27 points. So just try to wrap your head around this. Luca Doncic had as many points at halftime as the entire Dallas, as, as the entire Phoenix Suns team. Yeah. Yeah. Try to try to get your head around that. So so as far as the Suns go, as a team, they shot 37% from the field. They shot 35 from three, and uh, they were 66% from the free throw line. Your boy Chris Paul, the ageless one, the point guard, had all at 10 points in this closeout game. Not 10 points in the quarter. He had 10 points in the whole game. And by the way, he had seven of those points in the fourth quarter when the Mavericks had pulled their starters. Yeah, your boy Devin Booker had 11. Devin Booker was one of the highest. He was top 10 in scoring in the entire NBA this year. Devin Booker had 11 points. 
Yeah. So um, the boy Andre Ayton. This was. Let's see if I can figure this out. Okay, so this great young team they had gone. Mikael Bridges had six. Jay Crowder had five. DeAndre Ayton had five. Uh, yeah, this is all kinds of not cutting it, maybe. Uh, so Cameron Johnson, a person who's I've never heard of before, outscored was the highest scoring person on the Suns team with all of twelve points. So uh, yeah, and DeAndre. So let's see, like uh, so Chris Paul. He's 37 years old. He just turned 37 during the playoffs. And it's literally like 37, like it was like 37 anvils hit him on the head like a cartoon or something. Because as soon as he turned 37, he fell off a cliff, literally. And by the way, he owed $28.4 million next year. Anybody want to pay that? Didn't think so. DeAndre Ayton needs a new deal. Dude gave you a smooth five points tonight. Anybody want to give him a max contract? The way he came up tonight? Devin Booker came up small. He only had 11 points. This is the type of mess that I'm talking about here. I've never seen anything like this. For a team this talented. And by, for, for just... You had Luka Doncic and some backup dancers come up here and give you the business like this. And to me, it all goes back to Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I have a great deal of respect for Chris Paul for the way he's played. He's been a professional. He's, like, head of the NBA union. He's been 17 years in the league. But at a certain point, I think you're a regular season player. You're a regular season player, and you're a type of person that can elevate uh, the players around you in most cases. But maybe his game is limited. I don't know if he can come back and give you anything like what he gave you this year, like I said, 37 years old, he led the league in assists. But at this point, the league ain't going to slow down. Everybody who's in the playoffs this year, all these young players, all these young teams, they just going to get better. So you lost to a team, by the way, with in Dallas Mavericks, that only has one star. It's, it's like I said, it's Luca and the backup dancer. That's really it. Jason Kidd is showing up to be a much better coach than I ever gave him credit for, that's for sure. But the Grizzlies are coming. The Warriors are still going to be here. The Warriors got a whole second starting five coming off of their bench with uh, freaking Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. And um, it's just it's a lot, it's a lot of uh, talented young players on that bench that can come off the bench and just give you more work to the point where they're still playing at a high level even when they go to their second unit. Then you got the other uh, T-Wolves coming. Them boys, you know, they inexperienced, but they bad. They coming next year. So, I don't think he's going to retire, but I do think he's done. It's sad to say, but I think Chris Paul is going to join, you know, your Charles Barkley's, your Patrick Ewing's, uh, your Vince Carter's, some players that were great players in their era that is going to end up leaving the game with no titles. And uh, I really think this was his best shot. And then came up small. Sad but true. That's my show tonight, y'all. Take it easy.